0: I work my fingers to the bone, I never get to go home. This is my ever wanted life, man, if that's destiny. I work my fingers to the bone, I never get to go home. This is my ever wanted life, man, if that's destiny. Damn, I destroyed myself, but you contributed. I destroyed myself, but you helped. I destroyed myself.
1: That picture's going on the Facebook page of you day-drinking a beer on us. How dare you, sir? (laughs) Live on the air,
2: at work. (laughs) It's alright, we all are. Hello, everybody! Yeah, I'll tell you what, man. If they give me some donations, I won't drink. Let's do this
1: shit, man. I still will. (laughs) Fuck them.
2: (laughs) We are in here today with Chad Carr. Guitar player,
1: extraordinaire, Soul Crisis, Hollis, Hired Gun. Man, save some pussy for the rest of us, buddy. Right? Shit. <laughs> uh, this podcast is brought to you by 13th Step Tone Solutions and More Bands Media. Uh, you can go to morebands.com and check out what uh, Jonathan's got going on over there. We're, we're growing this network. Uh, I'm going to talk to you about my building my own website, but it'll be a little further down the line. I got you. um We'll secure the domain. Right? Yeah, for sure. You know
2: not um, need no bunch of motherfuckers taking that shit. For sure.
1: That's, that's shit you got to do, man. That's shit mm-hmm. I'm learning. If you guys feel froggy and you want to help donate, go over to localearshot.com slash donate and give us a, a shout. And um, But being the reality of the situation, I know shit's tight. So at the very least, can you guys go over to the Fountain app and listen to us on there? Throw us a few what is it? Micro,
2: micro sense, micro sense or, yeah. or, Bitcoin and it or it doesn't, it doesn't always work. So like, you know, every once in a while I check it and I'm like, <laughs> I'm, like I'm a little annoyed with there, but it's new. It's new technology. You know, yeah, it's well, going to have yeah. its kinks. We're, we're navigating so they'll figure it out. Figure we're it open to sponsorships.
1: If you're a business owner or even a sole proprietor out there and you want to grow your name a little bit around Oklahoma city and the Oklahoma area or the central plains region, uh, give us a holler and we'll see what we can work out and see if we can help each other grow. And, um, on with the goddamn show, I suppose. Chad Carr. What up? How are you, sir?
3: I'm good. How are you? Oh.
1: Making, uh, living the dream. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <All> right, <laughs> Dante's Inferno, man. Yeah. Paradise Lost. Uh, well, uh, how long has it been? It's been about a year, I guess, since you've been on. I think you were here with, uh, Elizabeth Turner last mm-hmm. time yep. with, uh, and Flowers. Johnny. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um. Man, it's been a hell of a long uh, year. A lot of lot of different stuff has happened. We we were even in a band for a small portion of the, of the time there. I
3: know I miss you. <laughs> <laughs> now I got to play all the lead, man.
1: <laughs> I, don't, I, I, I don't mind. I it I like the dynamic because you're definitely more of a metal, uh, an on the beat player, and I'm more of a blues kind of sloppy off the beat. I, know. So I it, know. it mixed. It because, tended to work, man.
3: Yeah, it worked because <laughs> two different two different realms. But I was trying to learn what you i
1: oh, It's just pentatonic <laughs> scales, man. That's all it is. I know. It's nothing fancy. Okay, I'm pretty fancy. good at it, though,
3: man. <laughs> you know, I've been working my ass off on on just trying to get being a better player. That's that's why I want to play with Elizabeth and Hollis. and Spread it out there. Just you know, stay busy.
1: Yeah. Well, how how is I mean you you do the the other side of the board too with mixing and uh, engineering audio work or whatever producer yeah, um, yeah. recording yeah so um, has those been like your main projects this last year because I know yeah. Hollis Hollis put out an album and Elizabeth has a new one out we'll we'll play it later um has that kind of been yeah. been the main main stuff
3: main main focus yeah uh, I went past uh two shows with elizabeth she played uh the ritz and she played uh maggie's music box mm, I told, that place is cool i've never
1: been there but i saw it pictures fun. looks like a cool little it is, cool man. little setup the whole
3: patio was packed oh what nice the crap but uh yeah so i just kind of guest played with the uh Helen high heels and then uh just really got to talking and really liking the guys and that Bob Tomko, the he's, her guitar player, he's a he's a firecracker cool, man. That dude is one cool guy, <laughs> and he knows his shit.
1: I, yeah, when we seen him at the Blue Note, uh, he was sitting right next to us in the booth. Yep. But when they got up there, I was like, I think yeah, you said let's see if this guy's chops. And we pulled out his guitar. It's like at the neon green, and he's got a nice amp. I'm like, based on gear alone, I'm mm-hmm. thinking the guy's got chops.
3: Yep. <laughs> yeah, he's like, well, he uh he's he's using the Line Six Helix. Oh yeah. And that thing's pretty cool. Like, I used the Head Rush. So, like, they're I, actually
1: very similar. I like all those. Uh, um, when I was when we were jamming, I I was so jealous. And usually my arms were tired after setting up that big-ass box behind you there. And mm-hmm. you're just coming in with this backpack like, all right. I do, do, click, pop, pop, boop, I'm ready. You're done. <laughs> Dude, I love it. You can't beat it. Because uh, Soul Crisis, my gear,
3: you know, was a 6505 with a 1968 Marshall. Oh, which heavy. the Marshall was Riley's, the cabinet, but yeah, heavy. But uh, I had this humongous two head uh, road case rack mount with rack mount gear and all kinds. Of, like I had a compressor, I had a 32 band EQ. <laughs> it was just, I, actually, it was just a bunch of stuff that I had. I just threw in there and I was like, you know, I'm gonna just, I have it, whatever. I'm going to play with it, but really worked a good tone, but trying to lug that thing around on the road when we mm. did that tour. Oh my God.
1: <laughs> no. Well, I mean, it's it, one thing I I've never properly experienced and, and you guys kind of showed me the, uh, where it goes with the in-ear monitors versus mm-hmm. standard front of house or like a, a standard monitor type thing. And it, it's getting to where I have to concede that the, uh, those old tube amps might just be thing
3: of the past, man, well, or, or a an, thing of the past. A niche, a niche yeah. thing. Uh, to me, like studio wise, like yeah, yeah, know, definitely. But uh, I just fifteen minute setups and all that. And you got versus that big heavy yeah. thing, <laughs> or this little pedal that does does the same job. I mean, it, of course, it's not going to sound the exact same, but. You know, well it that, sounds
1: close enough that's the argument i mean even for me as a as a and as a tube amp guy like it is the same when you program that mm-hmm. computer if if you turn it off and turn it back on those settings will sound the same Whereas a yes, tube amp exactly that's not necessarily well, the case
3: one thing i like too is you know when he that head rush uh they got what they call scenes So instead of, like, if you are running a couple of pedals and you got to turn a couple of pedals off to switch over to something else, you could set it up where you just hit one button and it does all of it. Oh, yeah. So, like, I just set it up, like, you know, normal play and then, like, a solo, boom. So delays and, you know, the boost kicks on. And, you know, you could change the tone of the amp if you want.
1: Well, that's one of the things that... Was hard about the the kind of the older ver, the first version or first generation of them was the the matrix that you had to navigate mm-hmm. just to make a simple change was just like fuck this you know oh yeah but nowadays like like so, you're saying man like, shit you yeah. just click a button in between songs and you're on a whole new yeah. amplifier a whole new tone oh it's oh yeah like, damn man
3: just, yeah you can uh, blend them together too you can you could take two separate amps and channel it into one one cabinet damn. or whatever. Like, it is, I mean, it's just.
1: Is there any going back for you? No. No? <laughs> no,
3: I'm not getting rid of my 6505. Yeah. No. It's. But uh, there's
1: something about them. You know, it's like the old tweeds, the old Fender tweeds. I mean, if you look at the parts of them, they're, they're, there's nothing yeah. exceptional. They're standard everything, but the sum of the parts, yep. somehow, something comes out of those things.
3: But I mean, the. They're just so expensive. Yeah. Anymore.
1: Stupid. Vintage gear. I. I think it was Ingvae Momstein. Uh, he would say something like this: that said, like, once the baby boomers die, the vintage guitar market is going to die with it because people realize that at the end of the day, it's just a chunk of wood. Yeah. You know. Exactly. <laughs> it's all yeah. about the guy holding it that's going to make it.
3: For me, like, I have a really hard time getting rid of any piece of gear I own. Really. Yeah, it's just sentimental value, I guess, because I played a lot of really cool shows with that with that gear, man. Yeah, it just I don't know,
1: you grow attached,
3: You grow attached to it. And it just I'm that went. way
1: with with certain guitars, not so much with gear, man. I, I went, I've gone through amps. If I was to like have some of the amps back that mm-hmm. I pawned for reasons and didn't know its actual value, like a Vox AC30 Blueface I had at one point. It would probably rack up to several thousand dollars in mm-hmm. vintage gear, but it just comes through my hands. My guitars, on the other hand, I'm I'm of the this is me. This is not a, 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 an absolute fact. This is just my opinion as a guitar player. Like to me, as far as shaping tone, the guitar you're holding is probably the most important, mm-hmm. and that's where the rubber meets the road of yep. tone. And the amp, you can you got all those knobs, you can make yeah. it do a lot of things. But the guitar is pretty you don't have a whole lot to work with. So it's like when you find one that just hits those buttons that you like, oh, it yeah. has the tone. It's hard to, it's hard to pawn it or get rid of it for any reason. Hell, I don't even like letting people borrow my yeah. guitars. I, mean, <laughs> I really don't. I don't
3: let people borrow any of mine. So don't worry. <laughs> yeah. About it. But what, what are
1: you, what are you uh, playing through these days as far as uh, guitars? i uh, still got I've
3: that most, ESP. Yeah. The ESP EC 1000. Beautiful guitar. That is, that's my baby. And then uh, I got uh, a Schecter Devil Custom that I bought back in God, that had to have been two thousand
1: eight. A few years on it now. <laughs>
3: that is it is a super hot guitar.
1: Schecters are one I've I've played them. I've never had I've never had them, mm-hmm. but I've never played one and thought, oh, this is a piece of shit. Like they're always pretty sleek yeah. and nicely machined down and everything.
3: It's lightweight. That thing's lightweight, but yeah. it, is, it is hot. That guitar <laughs> is hot. I love that guitar. You
1: even take your hands off of it. It'll start feeding back.
3: Woo, yep. baby. Then I, then I got the old Tom DeLong signature.
1: Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah. I, I guess I'd never seen that. Isn't yeah, that a Fender? Yeah, it's
3: a Fender. Yeah, I never saw you play uh, that. This one's a Stratocaster. or Stratocaster. It's, it's just a cheap version. Oh. It wasn't the real version because I got it when I was 13, 14. Oh. <laughs> that tells you how long I hold on to guitars. Hey man, Same I don't, <laughs> don't let them go. go.
1: I think I got a couple over there that are really old, but yeah, it's... I need to
3: get that thing fixed up. It, man, it, you know that that was a really cool guitar just because it was single volume knob and then it's got that uh, the humbucker. Uh, what do they call it? Just just destruct, destroyer or something? I can't remember what they call the the pickup, but it is uh-huh. a super hot wound pickup. Not I mean, your you not your typical out of that. Strat. Yeah. No. <laughs> I just I can't remember what the the pickup was called, but uh, I mean it. It's a cool sounding pickup. Like, That's that, one that was a cool sounding guitar.
1: Good segue. Uh, speaking of pickups, <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm gonna I'm, I'm I'm finishing up my stuff with the uh, the federal stuff I got to do to be on the record with them. I was I really wasn't even gonna talk about it a whole lot on the show, but I actually had people say like, no, 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 it's actually cool that people can hear y'all's progression in y'all's
4: Absolutely. companies because Jonathan's yeah. doing the
1: more bands media. I'm doing 13th and then we're doing this thing here too. And it's like, okay, so hell, I'll keep people up um, okay. right now. I haven't started anything yet. I'm still getting all the paperwork done, but the plan is to, I'm going to get some winders and I'm going to start winding pickups. First, I'm going to stick with something that's patented and it's mm-hmm. known. I'm going to give it to some guys around town and let them go play gigs and beat the shit out Make of it. Make sure
3: it works. Yeah. And you got to get the process down. Yeah.
1: And come back. Tell me what you like, what you don't like. Good, bad, indifferent. Otherwise, I don't care. But I just want to make sure I get all the data written down, and and then I'm going to wind pickups specifically to those players. Mm-hmm. And once we find something that is unique and repeatable, we're going to go take over the world. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds good to me. <laughs> no problem.
2: <laughs> That's what I like to do, man. That's exactly how that works. But, w- <laughs>
1: yeah, no problem. We'll spend some time down in Dallas at the Guitar Festival. I know you had some... You you get in trouble when when you go to Dallas from the sounds of it. I do. (laughs) I do, too. Uh, The Deep Ellum's never a good place for a rock star, you know? (laughs) (laughs) That place is wild, man. It's great. It's a circus, man. Holy crap.
3: (laughs) Yeah, I remember being on that tour. We played Trees in Dallas. Yeah, that's... uh, But the guitar player from uh, uh, Drowning Pool was there at the show and got to meet him. And uh, I, think, I think he owns that club.
1: Really? Oh, this which one? C.J. Pierce. Yeah, okay. he's
3: just, he either owns it or he's he just hangs out there a lot. I can't remember, but a uh, nice guy, man. He was cool as shit. We ended up uh, going down to uh, a bar down the street from Trees. I don't really remember because it was kind of a shitty show. <laughs> we had to play first, you know. And, and there's no backstage
1: tour. relaxing at Trees. No, like you're just it there's was the parking lot. Was rainy. yeah.
3: We just had a shitty show and, like, like fuck it. We, show in Lubbock got canceled. So we're like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm going to get wasted. So that's what we did. And uh, we ended up going to some bar down there with with him. And then uh, he took us to the clubhouse, Vinnie Paul's club. Oh, Vinnie Paul's club? Nice. So what was really cool about that is when we got there, of course, I was obliterated. But, uh, you know, I don't know if you've ever been there, but no, huh? Vinnie Paul had a, a table set up kind of in the back and uh, he'd always be sitting there you always see Benny Paul over there and uh liquor bottles all over the table just whatever so this is after he died but we uh we got to sit at that table nice. finally nice it was great man that was the coolest moment ever i barely remember it but it was cool
1: well uh a detour here your thoughts on the on the pantera tribute reunion
3: uh that's a sticky one man it but, is it uh, really is i think with the lineup they got i think I think their heart's in the right place with it.
1: That's what I said. I, I think the players involved are doing it for the right reasons, but I think the big money promotions are going to get involved and turn it into... Well, of course it into, it's
3: going to be big. It's, it's fucking Pantera.
1: I just, wish they'd call, <laughs> I, I just wish they wouldn't call it Pantera. I mean, I know for business reasons you have to, but yeah. I just wish they'd call it like a vulgar display of or, or something. like I don't know.
3: But you also got
1: it's a company like it, it is, you it's an static existing,
2: it's still doing static X. I, hey, you're I mean, right. Statics gone, like, but... It's like that one meme that I had that showed that, Yeah. that, that, that like, Oh, yeah. I don't want to look at it. And then it's like the other dude's like, yeah, that's exactly what I look at. And it's like, <laughs> it's like band that, that keeps the same name, but changes out the members. Oh no, I don't want to listen to that band. I want to listen to Pantera. And then it's like band that, that has a lead singer that is uh, playing the dead corpse of it, the lead singer. Everybody's like, yeah, do ah. that. Yeah, I see, do, I can't argue that. I mean, you guys are right. I mean, yeah. You I mean, guys and that are right. that tour you can't. I mean, that tour that Static X did like back in the day and 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 all that, and that it's still going. That I, I'm glad that oh yeah. that esl Dope does that because yeah, because yep. that tour is is awesome. I just so. seen
3: them in Dallas last weekend. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah, they played that with Rob Zombie. Oh, okay. It was amazing, man. That uh, I mean. Well, you got to tell me about the show you, now
1: you got to tell me. Uh, Details, buddy. Well,
3: first off, the Dickies <laughs> Arena is pretty awesome. That's that's a nice venue.
1: Where is this, like... Fort Worth. Okay, okay.
3: Yeah, uh, Dickies Arena. We pulled up to it. I was like, man, what's this Coliseum-looking piece of shit? <laughs> when we get there, it's like brand new. I was like, oh, I feel it's like, like asshole. So like, <laughs> like, where'd <it> go, Dickies? <laughs> You're
1: expecting some place you'd see, like, way underground professional wrestling?
3: Yeah. But it's just like a small Paycom center, really. Oh, cool. It's a smaller... About ten thousand, then yeah. ten thousand people. Yeah. That's a good size. That. It was, it was great, man. We had floor tickets, but Mudvayne. I, tell like, me, we, tell we, me all we, about we, it. Mudvayne was amazing. Like I've never seen Mudvayne, so you know, now that they're older, you know, we were talking, uh, people talking shit on the show, man. Oh, yeah. It was amazing. I, me and Riley both looked at each other. We're like, I haven't seen a show like this in all, since like two thousand five, with the mosh pit and like just the energy. Uh, you know, it's that old. That new metal energy yeah, that, back in the day, energy. man. Yeah, you know what you know what I'm talking about. It's
1: it's the same thing when someone starts in on Limp Biscuit. I'm like, look. Nowadays I'm not I don't listen to that It's just not a It's not something It's not my flavor of the week But back in 2001 In high oh, school dude, I was rocking that. Everybody was And there was no other band That got a crowd Bouncing like them Not even Pantera Pantera even mentioned it like, I've never seen a crowd yeah. Like the Limp Bizkit crowd I had no idea
3: What a <laughs> s- chocolate starfish was But uh, I, dude I was all about it
1: Yeah <laughs> Well <laughs> Some things never get old man <laughs> How did I know that? Definitions. I probably shouldn't call my mom. You did learn eventually, though, right? It's a yeah. Well, the uh Okay, so it's all original. All the original guys. are All the original guys. Yeah, I didn't know that. I i I've I heard of the reunion. I heard it since Vinnie Paul died, it's kind of been in the air, and I just I'd seen they'd come back and they were playing, but. All the, re- I mean, all the reviews I've gotten have, have I, that I've read or seen have been negative, and I'm part of it. I chalk up to just haters. People yeah. well, want to shit go, on things. They
3: can go fuck themselves. It was a great show. <laughs> all
1: right, man. I, I believe
3: but, you. Uh, another funny story. We played with Static or Static X 2018. It was right right before COVID. It was actually one of our last shows that we played at Soul Crisis. Uh, we were. What was I? I was wasted again at that show? That was a Are good show. Are you okay, this time Chad? Was a great show. <laughs> I, yeah, I like to I like to party, man. but uh, it was a great show. We had a good time, and uh, I was wasted, and everybody's was loaded out, and uh, I can't remember the name of the bass player for Static X, but uh, he's like one of the main writers in the band. Uh, anyways, he was standing over there by the bathrooms at the Diamond, looking at you know the guitar case. I walk up to him. I thought he was the guitar player from Drowning Pool. How you fucked that up? I don't know, but I was like, "Hey, dude, it was good hanging out with you. We we were on that tour. We were hanging out, whatever." <laughs> Riley comes over. He's like, C- come, come, "Come on, come on, come <laughs> on." How do you mistake that guy? Oh, like I met the bass player of Static X, and I didn't even fucking know it.
2: Tony Campos, I've, I've done yeah. that. Yes. I've done that so much. <laughs> I didn't even when know. I, it, when like, I used to work at the Fillmore, I, I would I, like I would walk past like a band member just like going to the bathroom or something like that, and I, I would just like sit there and just have a conversation with them and stuff. And then somebody would come up and be like, like you know they're in this band, and I I'm like, who you talking what? to? What? <laughs> like, like I could have talked about so much cooler shit with that guy. Yeah, right. <laughs> Instead, the guy asked me where the bathroom was, and I was like, "Yeah, it's over there." Like, you know, and that was the whole conversation. It's... Oh man. Well, the guy from the the was for Static
1: X has that beard, and is mm-hmm. it's instantly super nice guy. Yeah.
3: He was he was nice. As, like he was cool as fuck about it. Man. He was just like, "Yeah, bro." He's just like, "Go, yeah, definitely." Like,
4: or just hell. Along with it, hell, he
1: probably plays so many shows. He's like, "Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah sure. Yeah." He probably met you. <laughs> Fucking weird.
4: <laughs>
1: well we ran into each other at the black crows gig earlier this week man what'd y'all think about that oh,
3: i loved it man that some amazing musicians right there
1: that's that's right up my alley as far as uh guitar styling just kind of mm-hmm. that bluesy on the backbeat oh, yeah. kind of thing and See,
3: and that's that's johnny's style too yeah like whether he likes it or not but he writes a lot like him It <laughs> does that just that uh i call it southern rock i, I don't yeah. know what
1: you call it I, I just, it's just I don't rock know. And roll. Yeah, exactly. Which it always comes back to that and it's mm-hmm. it's like, you know, jazz had a baby, they slowed it down and called it the blues. Mm-hmm. And the blues had a baby and they sped it up and called it rock and roll. So like
3: then rock and roll had a baby and they had to put a helmet on yeah. it. All <laughs> it <matter.
1: laughs> And then metal had lots of babies, and we're still trying to figure out what all these bands... It's like each band is a, their own genre these days. Like, No, bro, we're dark, thrash, doom, dark acid cool. metal, bro. How do you not hear the difference? I don't know. How did I not hear that uh, difference? We're, <laughs> <right>? <laughs> we're unique. <laughs> I'd give the show... I'd give it four out of five stars. I was sitting over by the booth, so I got a good sounding gig, but yep. the view was a little rough.
3: But. Yeah, right, I'll give it a five out of five, man.
1: Yeah, zoom amp. Good on you. Yeah. All right. <laughs> good on you. Well, and the thing with, especially on the on the on the other side of COVID, I was actually surprised to see is not as many people were there as were as were there. It, I mean, it was Wednesday night, I guess, but yeah. I don't know. It seemed like it would probably have done better.
3: All that the COVID's just nothing but a fart in the wind now, man.
1: Oh yeah, it's it's just gone. yeah, I'll, see ya. It, I mean, you'll see people with a mask on here and there, and it's like, oh, okay, well, but yeah, it's not even mentioned hardly.
3: <laughs> as long as I don't have to take another one of those goddamn tests, I'm good. Oh, that sucks. Oh
1: yeah, it's like they go in there and it's like it hits the the, the soft yeah. wall, and then they go a little yep, further. A little oh, further. fuck. Hate that uh. shit. <laughs> That's my brain. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't got much of it left. Well, as as far <laughs> as uh, like, man, what do you got? What all? What all you got going? You got four or five projects. Soul Crisis, Hollis, uh, Hollis uh, Higher yes. Gun, around the board. Yeah, uh, you're doing uh, spots with Elizabeth mm-hmm. and. What oh, you produced Hell "Helen High Heels." Let's get that on. Let's listen to that. What do you want to do first? You want to do "Soul Crisis" or you want to do Elizabeth Turner? Uh, we'll break it down after we hear it.
3: We'll do the. We'll do Elizabeth Turner first. All
1: right, let's do it. All right. Elizabeth Turner premiere. Helen High Heels. <laughs> It's a good one, man. I, man, Elizabeth is 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 very unique, man. She can go in the low range, mm-hmm. and she can hit the high notes too. So, how did that whole thing come together?
3: So, we were doing flowers at at my place, and uh, we after we got done with uh, recording flowers, oh, Johnny, me and Johnny were like, "Hey, check this out! We did this song, Hell in High Heels,' and sh- uh, she immediately fell in love with it and just wanted to wanted to do a version of it."
1: That's a lot different than Johnny's version. But um, uh,
3: she didn't say she wanted to do a version of it. So I was like, <laughs> I want you to do a version of this and him to do a version of this. Like, I mean, it was just, I don't know, it felt right. Yeah. To me. No, it's like a weird it. concept to take the same song and do uh, different vocalists, but.
1: Well, it, it's a, I mean, you have a male perspective, female a perspective. Fem- female. That's what I want. I mean, again. now you just got to find a, a trans vocalist that has talent. I'm sure they're out there somewhere. Jonathan, can you sing. Dun 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 dun. dun. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Probably not in front of people. <laughs> I can mimic apparently I can mimic people's like uh vocals pretty well. Like I can like whenever I sing people's songs and make fun of shit, like people will actually recognize oh, yeah. what artists I'm you doing You always so.
3: sound good when you're singing making fun of people's stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean you I mean whenever you I'm hey, wrong, hey, you know, <laughs> when
2: I'm when I'm making fun of Pearl Jam, it it's on point, you know. I'll
1: tell you what, man. I'm the best singer in my car at any given time. <clears> yeah, me, too. <laughs> me too, man. Well, well, who were the players on that? Like, how did it all um.
3: So it, I wrote it, uh, all all of it, it originally: drums, bass, guitar, all that, just to get the feeling of it. And then uh, I had uh, Ben Matthews come in.
1: Oh yeah, our drummer, the hammer, drummer. Yeah,
3: uh, yeah, the dude.
1: Oh. He hits hard, boy. <laughs> uh, good but dude. And if you pocket, need that, remember. I mean, four, 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 four rock and roll, you need he, that. He nails it. Perfectly. Yeah. He
3: plays the song, man. That's what I love about him. Uh, Shout yeah. out, to Ben Matthews. <clears throat> yeah. Shout out, buddy. Love you. Uh, so he had Ben on there, and then uh, Tracy Hucks came in did the bass, which he's the bass player in Hollis now. Yep, yep super sweet guy man that that dude was just cool as shit yeah uh amazing bass player
1: he was on towards towards the last little bit there and then i I split but uh i got to meet him he's a good dude yeah super cool guy
3: and uh damien aranda came in and did the lead the first lead guitar on it in the very beginning and then he did uh the melody and the verses
1: i really would like to get that guy on here uh he's a hard one to get he's a busy man i know but man i've i've looked up to him as a guitar just as a guitar player here. god damn he can fucking wail on that thing dude yeah he
3: came over and just i don't even think he didn't even listen to that one he listened to johnny gave him flowers because he came over to do flowers originally and then we showed him that song because i don't know i'm a rock guy he's a rock guy he's like check this song out (laughs) i want you to do this one too do it. <laughs> <laughs> Let her rip, man. And he's like, hell yeah. But, man, he just, couple takes and he was done. Well, that's man. He, how he, he dude. strikes
1: me as the type of player that can just.
3: He's very versatile. And what he was telling it. me is, uh, basically what he does is, you know, he writes songs. He writes a lot of songs for just, you know, uh, studios or, or other artists or, the, you know, Aranda in general. Yeah. But he's always out in like L.A. or something writing and uh that's how he became such an immaculate player like he could play anything yeah he put anything in front of him like flowers for instance kind of a softer rock country, country almost like country yeah. almost and he made it twangy. yeah like holy crap but yeah he did a one of the Aranda songs they i think they gave to uh uh kelly clarkson
1: yeah yeah or god i I know that was back it was back a bit but i remember yeah. hearing about that uh can't, I couldn't can't remember the tell name you that
3: it, but it's a very it's a it's a famous one Yeah.
1: Yeah, that dude um yeah, I've all, I've looked up to them. I saw them play a well they did Satisfied, but they prefaced it I think with Zeppelin. Mm-hmm. Uh, it might have been days the or I don't know, is that the diamond? But dude, I fucking heard him start wailing on that and and Gabe started singing. Yep. And I stopped and just just i'm watching this whole thing like it's re- pretty rare that i've seen so many concerts yep. it's pretty rare that someone gets my attention like that so yeah. shout out to the guys in aranda i'd like to have y'all on the show if, if y'all could ever one of these days one of we'll these
3: days get <laughs> hey helen hales gets gets any famous man there
1: go. that's a good tune and 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 uh man i hope that that was elizabeth fun, needs to go take this thing around the world you need to get that girl busy and just yeah. tell her to go take this thing around the world and, <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, she ended up becoming
2: like a like a Vegas like event, you know that people would pay a lot of money. to Her see. show would fit oh, yeah. that type yeah. of bill. She does that, a-
3: That's another reason I, I really wanted to join them too on that project because I really like the concept of what she's got going. Because you know you go see any other cover band or like a, a tribute band. It's one thing.
1: It's the, just she, the show, yeah.
3: You know, like, every so often she'll switch it and, like, just completely change the theme of the thing. She does, like, costume changes, which I yeah. think is cool. Because at the Ritz, there was a, a girl that was like, I didn't know it was the same singer the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, and my, my, biggest thing,
2: my, my biggest thing other than that was the costume changes was that she would bring other artists on. Yeah. And the show never stopped for, yep. like, three and a half to four hours. I yep. was like, this is amazing. And, like, and I it's... could watch this all day
3: that's something really cool about what she does. Cause she'll bring her sister up there and yeah. uh, her at the show in Tulsa. She brought her brother up, which he's an ama- amazing singer too. I saw him, uh, she scene. did
1: that at the oh, bell Isle. bell Isle, Yes. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but yeah, the, the, it's a, she sets a pace mm-hmm. and it's like, yeah, costume changes. Then she has the spots with, uh, Brandon he'll be on next mm-hmm. week. Um, with the Jimi Hendrix thing, and mm-hmm. it's just a show, man. It's a good show. It so. is,
3: and that, <clears> she has that mindset of that, and she works really, really, really hard to make it the best that she can make it. Yeah. So I'm just happy I can help out.
1: Yeah. Shout out to Elizabeth good. Turner, yep. man. We have to get her back on, man. It's been a while since she been oh, yeah. on too. We have to redo that. That uh, uh what do we do? Wish you were here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a off the cuff. I mean, off the cuff. Literally, she came and sat down, and we played it. Like, whoa. <laughs> We should probably rehearse that next time.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Just go through it a little bit more. It was a good cover. cover. Do this shit, man. I mean, at this point, at this point, I'm pretty sure if we get with all the bands that we could probably make our own uh, our own album of the the (laughs) local earshot. Like, would be really cool because we have all these acoustics and everything now.
3: Yeah, it'd be really cool if you get get just like a couple of artists that like you know like Hollis and Elizabeth and. Uh, do a Christmas album of, well, Yeah Just get a couple <laughs> of artists together Come in here and, and just play some songs together
1: And I'll do just it Just have a jam I'll do it On guitars that are loaded With 13th Step Tone yes. Solutions Pickups See? Yeah there you Fuckin go Fucking A bro And then we'll promote it On Yes Yeah, <laughs> yeah I mean it, take, take over the world Take it over so, the world <laughs> Well, what's the deal with Soul Crisis? Uh, you guys, I know you were telling me about a, an opportunity that kind of came and went. It just didn't work out. So um. Yeah,
3: we just couldn't get it together. It, 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 it was a tour with Head PE. They hit us up and mm. uh, said they had these. There's, we kind of had a choice of dates, so it was East Coast or Texas out to the West Coast again. Um, it's just, dude, it's expensive. Oh, yeah. Because and you, there's no guarantee
1: to, of uh, any return.
2: You know, no i mean you're not gonna make
3: money yeah because think of it you, it's you pay to be on the tour of course uh which i get
1: yeah you got to front a shitload of money just yep. to get the whole thing the ball then, rolling you yeah know?
3: and uh it, it's basically here's my crowd here you go you, you pay this much a show here's my crowd do your thing it's it's the exact same thing record labels do for up-and-coming artists
1: they pay oh, for them to okay. be on
3: these tours, you know, and that I mean it's just how it works, but you don't have a label backing you.
1: So Yeah. And that- but
3: you are playing to three to four hundred people a night that are into your music. So I mean it's a good deal. But
1: it, so what did it just not work out timing and all that got yeah get
3: the money together uh our drummer he's he's got a car detailing business in bristow and he's like the only car detailer in bristow and Hmm. he's doing very well (laughs) and uh he just in, in the amount of time he couldn't he can't leave that alone for a week or so
1: that's that's one thing with uh with me starting this business and it it's actually why, one of the reasons I had to kind of step away from being in an active mm-hmm. band. It's like, oh, yeah, this is going to collide. Oh, yes. yeah, it's, yeah. It's pretty Well, It's, it's crazy. All,
3: all of this will collide too. <laughs> 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 it already has, but you just make it through the madness, man. It's, yeah. For me, it's just uh, something I could push myself on, you know? I, I gotta have that I just I gotta be busy
1: well let's play a soul crisis tune kind of reintroduce some of the folks to them see what's going on here what do we got <clears throat> uh strip yep. strip let's do it famous song right here <laughs> <laughs> good man thank you uh, said that's uh, about 10 years old come out in 2011 yep so uh or 11 years old um <clears throat> so what were some of the aspects of that one how did y'all do that
3: like recorded or yeah
1: the whole just the process or even songwriting i don't know uh said it's a two chord song
3: yeah so <laughs> how we came about with that one uh i'll never forget it we were at our bass player's house he had a little shed out in the back that was like air conditioning shit we just one day we showed up for practice, started playing that riff, and bam, we had a song. Yeah, immediately, like had a song done. That's And then crazy. Riley came in and was like, "Strip." <laughs> and I was like, "All right," because he was dating a bunch of strippers at the time.
1: Well, I mean, <laughs> you write what you know, but, you know. Man, that, that
3: it was such a cool gimmick. I mean, it just—I don't know—it kind of took the took the scene by storm a little back in the day because it was—you know—we always have fucking badass chicks on stage dancing. Titties everywhere. Like, nice. We were the fun band. <laughs> like, we were the party band.
1: Well, where do you go from here on it? I mean, uh, as far as Soul Crisis is concerned, I mean, like you said, you're a pretty, pretty busy man and it seems like everybody yeah. is these I've, days.
3: I've got quite a few Soul Crisis songs written. I just need to finish them. <laughs> uh, finish recording them and, and mix them and get them out. But every time I start playing with it again i want to change it i don't it's it's kind of like you know it's when it's your baby it's <laughs> yeah no you're right <laughs> you, you can't stop perfecting it
1: and songs are man songs are like that as far as <clears throat> when you go or, or at least when the when the creative juices are flowing like what what usually comes out first you just play on your guitar yes, like oh that's yeah. cool and yeah. I'll go from it there just
3: kind of i try and think of a theme you know like strip or like uh like we had arsenal like burning shit down trying to think of the theme and just build around that yeah just like a, a cool tone that would you know be with the vocals would be heavy hitting you know catchy catchy do, catchy, catchy
1: do lyrics hit you or you just rely on mm, riley for that stuff
3: mostly rely on riley yeah See, he, he'll he write the hook he always he has really interesting ideas <laughs> and like he, he he'll come up with the hook and then i'm like hell yeah and then you know, I'll I'll help him here and there, right? Put the lyrics together, but I'm not really great at putting lyrics together unless it's super heartfelt.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm not it, it, even in like school, like writing composition and stuff. Mm-hmm. I just never words just don't hit me in a poetic way, really. Like I'm more to the point, and mm-hmm. when you're writing songs, it's like you got to really. Stretch things yeah. out. <laughs> well, it,
3: it's a, uh, you know, songwritings, it's just a, it's a weird deal. I, I just, yeah. it's, It is so hard to describe how people ask you, how do you write songs? How do you, how do you come up with that? You just feel it. And then you just put it, just play, you just play. And then you come up with a catchy riff and then you ride around it. Like, and then you just build it in your head. And I, I don't know. I, I cannot describe how, to write a song well yeah
1: <laughs> and and then there's different ways of writing songs that like there's there's the times you're just sitting there and it, it just it's almost like a stream of consciousness type thing it's yeah. like you weren't even thinking about it it just hits you well, and then you have others where you're in a room of with your band and jamming out ideas and then yeah. one thing and next thing you know well we got a song five minutes later as
3: long as you i mean <laughs> As far as like putting guitar parts and stuff together, the music together, as long as you know the key, you know, you, sky's the limit.
1: Yeah, I don't even know that half the time.
3: I'm getting better at. It. <laughs> my theory, I'm actually my really good. At it. <laughs> my music theory
1: uh, is definitely suffered. But uh, the
3: more you have to find a balance with theory and uh, just feeling it.
1: For sure, and it is yeah. a
3: constant battle. Like, cuz if you do you lean one way too much you lose it yeah. immediately.
1: Well, and you'll be jamming out an idea and and like oh that sounds cool and then you'll look at the theory of behind it and like well technically that doesn't work. Yeah. But it does work cuz it See, sounds good. <laughs> and
4: I've been
3: told it, music there's no wrong way to do it. No. You can't you can't do wrong. I mean With- you could play wrong notes but if you met for it to do that and it sounds cool just call it it jazz cool just call it jazz (laughs) that's That's, that's, that's what all improv is oh that sounds i mean look at rap
1: (laughs) (laughs) dude the shit out these days is like what the fuck i didn't realize that the the level of body count behind some of the uh what do they call it um that's drill drill rap. drill, rap yeah drill rap uh Whoa. they uh
2: they they talk a lot about that on uh on they're, agenda with adam curry they're like, killing motherfuckers yeah they're right over this they they do a lot of like uh they'll they'll basically kill somebody and then they'll write a rap song about God. killing somebody gangbanging and, they, and they're basically pointing out to the other to the other rap group that they just killed their fucking member and they'll just constantly do that shit yo
1: if i had guitar players and other bands coming to fucking kill me i'm not fucking i'm out i'm out I, I like the yep. guitar, but I'm not sure if I love it to death. Right? <laughs> I, I wow, I,
3: it's just I don't know. It's it's a culture. You
2: know? and know the, the crazy thing is, is that the uh, record companies push it. Well, yeah, they, they push music They're right. making it. all the money, so they're, they're okay with they it. Like shit.
1: money, 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 and crazy. then there's martyrdom behind it when you know someone gets killed and they become a.
2: Ultra famous. It's like it's like uh, yeah. they're they're applying the same the same uh, trick that they do with like uh, gallery art and stuff. You know, if they die, then they're worth more. So we just want them all to die. Oh, yeah, well, there's a little of, bit of money money laundering in there with it. You know,
3: it's kind of the the mindset of Do you really think your government cares about you? Oh, <laughs> come on. Record label definitely ain't gonna
2: care about you. Nobody, companies don't care about you. The government don't care about you. Nobody really gives a fuck about anybody. So you do you, boo boo. That's 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 a phrase that take care of yourself and take care of your family. That's what you should all do (laughs) in life. That's all I
1: do, man. Yeah, it's and hey, and and especially now, like going through this process, it's it's um, like starting a business is is also like a change in how your mindset like Mm -hmm. how you view your day-to-day life it's like going to a job is actually very convenient like it is you go you have a stack of service Mm -hmm. orders or projects that you're going to work on in this amount of time and then you go home And if you your own thing it's like you got to seek out the sale or the whatever like nobody's gonna fucking make sure you're on top of this shit you have to Mm -hmm. so it's it's different it's a different mindset well and if you fuck up it's not your money well, <laughs> right, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, exactly. no, If, yeah, I, if I look at the last your ten, ass, <laughs> but it ain't your money. If I look at over the last ten years, and how, how, much, how much money I've <laughs> yeah. lost,
2: like trying to start this business because of stupidity things that I've done, then you know I I've, I've lost a lot of fucking so money it's Probably all about ten twenty process. grand. So, so
3: after this, I got a thousand dollars a year. So yeah, after we're done here, I'm, I got side jobs to go look at doing yeah. electric work. So
1: are you uh, going into your own game on that, or are you still Me working under a contractor?
3: I, yeah, I'm still. I'm still working on it. They suckered me back in. Sorry, <laughs>
1: bastards.
3: Yeah, we were doing that uh Mercy Women's Center. Oh. A big job. So Dude,
1: there's so many hospitals popping up between yep. here and Oklahoma City. It's like, man, I I don't I I feel pretty good if I get sick, man. Barely... Hospitals everywhere. <laughs> they're
3: having they're having issues staffing them. Oh yeah, my doctors. wife.
1: Oh yeah. The big time. And but. she got out of it because during COVID. It she got burned out so bad. I we were I was like, you we gotta change it up, man. Mm-hmm but uh um,
3: no you're you're absolutely right you go to a job it's very convenient yeah. because you can leave that there but yeah like my he he's owned his own company uh commercial refrigeration heat and air for 50 years 50 years yeah about 50 years something like that 40 50 years and that dude is every day since i've been alive worked seven days a week Yep, yeah. 12 hour days Yep. Yeah he's 71 years old and he is still climbing roofs and it's like so i look at that and i'm like man i just i don't know if i want to do that having a job is kind of convenient bro longevity is <laughs>
4: i get i get a
1: nice office trailer with, you know it is it's it's there's it a balance to it all man, man. But, but i know this is as is, is, is starting your own thing is it's tough tough and it's Shit your pants terror, because, I mean that's why I was I was joking with my wife, who my wife is we're in this shit together, but it's mm-hmm. we were joking together. Like you want you wanna see how really alone you think you are in this world? Start a business.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Start a business. <laughs> it's like my buddy at work always says, it's lonely at the top. Oh man. Don't be the last one up the tree. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's perfect, man. That is fucking perfect. Well, I guess we can wrap it up here, man. I'm I'm about uh, about ready to get on out of here. Maybe get another cold beer. Uh, shout out to Soul Crisis, Riley and the boys, and uh, Hollis. Shout out to Johnny and the boys. Shout out to Elizabeth Turner Premier. And those, all Absolutely. all those folks are people. You know who you are. Um,
3: well, do you mind if we talk about that wedding song?
2: Go for it. Let's do this. Yeah, I was about Wait, to Wait, do say. we want to play it? Yeah,
3: we're going to play it. Yeah, let's so. play it. Fuck yeah, let's yeah, play it.
2: So... So anyway, do you want to say anything about it before we play it?
3: So I wrote this song back in 2015, and it is a song that I wrote uh, just by myself in my bedroom. I don't know. I think I might have been going through a pretty tough time, but it's like, you know, the woman I'm going to marry, this is what I would see her as. And I found that. Nice. And I wrote or recorded this entire song. Ben Mathis played drums on it. Uh, and then I played it as our first dance at our wedding.
1: Damn, dude! In Red River. Well,
3: fuck. Like I said,
1: save some pussy for the
3: rest of us, buddy. <laughs> Shit. Well, I'm married now, so you can have all of it you want, buddy.
1: <laughs> I've been married for a long time, man. I'm old married. It. I'm an old it's old it's married great. man. I, I love it.
2: I'm single, so uh, you know, ladies, throwing uh, it out there.
1: Throw it, throw it at him. <laughs> all right. Well, this, is, this is actually called the wedding song. No, this no. is called uh,
3: the first dance.
1: Okay. Cool.
5: Won't oh, let me down.
1: dance that's your song exclusively am i wrong yep.
3: all right i man. wrote recorded all of that except for the drums
1: and you played that and danced to it to your wife no. at your wedding no 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 okay. i had the dj play it. Yeah. i recorded well, it. well i mean either yeah. way i mean yeah. fuck yeah but dude that's hell i thought yeah. you're getting me wet over here fuck <laughs> 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 that's awesome
3: when she started tearing up it was, oh yeah it was
1: amazing you got him that's the best oh, part oh man
3: that was really cool What was really cool too is you know we had that wedding. It was we were out in Red River, New Mexico, in the mountains. Nice, that's beautiful uh, out just there. Just nothing man. but family and you know our closest friends, and it was amazing. Like that, that was such an amazing experience.
1: That sounds good, man. That and sounds awesome.
3: To, to have to get to play my song as my first dance song. That's fucking dope fuck yeah everybody was like who did the vocals i'm like i did like, that was my first question <laughs>
1: honestly when it came through the, the, the I headphones i kind of sing i not that great it, it, just I just can do it. it the tone was totally yeah. different it didn't even sound like you so um yeah yeah good job man like well, it. very good well <clears throat> on that note i think we're gonna wrap it up right. um yeah well shout out to all the people we gave shout outs to all the peoples we're going to give uh one final one to johnny hollis and we're going to play him on the outro for this one how about that Uh all right man well jonathan tell them how they can help us out if they so
2: choose okay the uh, local earshot podcast we are a value for value podcast what that means is that we work on the three tenets of time talent and treasure so we value everybody's time for listening. Whenever people listen to the show, uh, it's it basically them giving up their time. There's other ways that people can give their time by helping us out, spreading the word about the show, uh, telling people you know that we're basically doing our thing and, and supporting local music across Oklahoma and beyond. So um, thank you for listening to the show. Uh, as for talent, if you are an artist and you want to be on the show, then you can hit me up at john at thelocalyearshot.com or you can hit up Brad. On our Instagram page, it's the local earshot. Um, we also have a Facebook page. It's the local earshot. If you search it, it comes right up. Um, don't 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 fat finger your finger because you will set, type in the local earshit earshit, uh, which is a, a problem. I think, and and so people may not be finding it because of that. I think the local earshit. No yeah, the local so ear shit is more popular on Google than the local earshot because yeah, of that. Yeah, probably, probably. The local it's an algebra, Yeah, it's like. Yeah, We should make an alternative show where we bash certain We types need to, of music we need to and,
1: grab all of those domains. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that when people type it in, it <laughs> goes right forwards,
2: right over to the other one. Uh, so if you want to donate to the podcast, you can go to the localearshot.com. There's a tab. It says Donate. Uh, we take all forms of uh, basically money. I mean uh, it, PayPal does you know credit card transactions. They do uh, – and then we do um, Cash App and Ventmo and – Pretty much anything under the sun, crypto, all that stuff. Uh, we also are taking sponsorships. So if you are a business or you're in promotion or you're a booker or you're like doing certain things, if you want to promote shows um, at venues, if you're a venue and you want to promote your venue, then uh, you can hit us up at john at the localyourshot.com or, um, or on our, in- our Instagram page again, you know, and just uh, let us know what you're about. And what you want to do and and we can figure out something that will work for you and then we can promote you on the show. So uh thank you for listening. You wanna go hit this dab? Yeah. Uh Doc Ferguson.
1: I found some of their, their top quality stuff. I bought it and now we're gonna try it. Nice. Yeah, it's called Wedding Cake Shatter. It looks like crystals. Ooh. I'm stoked.
2: You ready? Yeah. I'm Let's ready go for do this. this shit. All, All right. right. Bye guys. All right. Let's go do some crystals. All right. And here's uh <laughs> For our, for your listening pleasure, here's a thousand pieces <coughs> by Johnny the hand, Hollis, Johnny Hollis and Love the boys. You buddy. So, <laughs> all right, thank you. Bye, guys.
1: Love you.